it was Reagan and then like uh, two other guy friends. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how I was like so ladylike, like I do the most ladylike things. I only act like a lady. And then I took a sip of my water. Fuck, do I have water in here? Yeah, Maybe yeah. I can do it for the mic. Ready? I sound like a bird <laughs> and one of them looks to me and like that's so ladylike Chandler so ladylike Welcome to the It's Just Blood podcast. Welcome. We're back with another episode. Ladies, please, mm-hmm. no exposed shoulders. Mm-hmm. If you've got boobs, sorry, V-necks are going to be a no for you. Skirts Damn. must be down to the ankles. And boys, just uh, don't wear baggy clothes. Oh, right. That's of it. Course. Of Boy, course. Yeah. Do we have a show for you today? We all grew up with going to school with dress codes. Yeah. Right? We all know it we are very pissed off at it Mm -hmm. a lot of the time little did we know those dress codes would extend into our lives after graduation yeah after you're done with school you know from wearing a bra or not to yelling about pocket sizes this episode's got it all well most of it so the first thing we're going to talk about is bras yay and corsets nice because I, you know, corsets are kind of coming back as like a fashion statement. Right. You know, yeah. like the, what's her name? They, I don't know about you, but they've always been in style for goths. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For goth kids, <laughs> they've always been a thing. I cannot remember the name of the designer right now that, uh, Vivian Westwood. There it goes. Vivian, Vivian Westwood. Westwood has a lot of, I, you would say gothic, like uh, corset designs and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Very uh, olden design. Yeah. So we've got some of the history about corsets and bras so corsets also called stays Mm -hmm. were the first way of kind of like holding up boobies stays stays i I saw them also called that to get your boobs to stay yeah yeah obviously (laughs) (laughs) they became popular in 16th century europe and times were changing and people's ideas of what was fashionable was changing so women went from wearing clothes that like fit them that were their size to wearing shapewear to fit into smaller clothes, i.e. more right. fashionable clothes. Gotcha, gotcha. So like the pencil-thin waist. So this is when we start really hurting ourselves for beauty. Yeah, yeah. Corsets were made up of mostly metal and fabric. Yeah. And up until World War One, they were used widely across Europe, and the style obviously has spread to the Americas. You know, mm-hmm. we see people wearing corsets all the time. Mm-hmm. Due to the metal shortage... During World War One, women had to surrender their corsets to be used to make things like ammunitions and planes and shit. <laughs> they, you say they had to surrender their yeah. corsets. So were they just like going house to house and were like, give us your corsets, bring out your corsets? I'm sure it was like, let's all meet at church at noon and bring all your metal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was probably it was probably more like donating, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. We've got to win this war. Bring your corsets so it's, we can make bombs, <laughs> I guess. It's your duty to, you know, surrender all the metal that you own to make bombs. Yes. Yeah. Bras, not bombs. Bras, not bombs. That's true. And I'm not, not even pro-bras. <laughs> <laughs> but I am very against bombs. Yes. <laughs> so for all the boys listening, they might be like, 
what the fuck? How is there enough metal in bras and corsets to really make anything out of what's in them? I guess we should describe like what a corset is. Yeah, we should describe what it looks like. I feel like I left that out. So like it fits around your waist Mm -hmm. and kind of like up by your boobs. So from below your belly button to up a little bit above your boobs. Some of them have cups built into them Mm -hmm. now at least or they sit under your boobs with like the w shape right a lot of the stiffness Mm -hmm. now comes from like hard plastic boning yeah right boning is the term yeah that's the shape yeah Yeah, and they call them kind of like ribs Mm -hmm. uh you can google it or you've seen somebody (laughs) wearing yeah um they force you to stand up straight and suck your belly in all day and so the boning back then was made out of just metal yeah as underwire and bras are now. Ouch. Imagine when that poked through the fabric finally. <gasps> it hurts Ouch. so bad when it pokes through the fabric in your bras. Yeah. It's like stabby. Imagine it like being right under your ribs and poking straight upwards into your boobs. I wonder Ooh. if that was like ever a problem. Probably. Yeah. I know like muscle atrophy with women wearing corsets oh, and yeah? shit like that was happening. Oh my God. And intestines being reorganized. Be- Gross. Uh, because it's so tight yeah yeah women can do that their organs can be reorganized and go back in place that's like birth right yeah yeah. it's not no big deal no big deal just squish your rib cage in on itself now of course there needed to be a replacement for corsets because there's no way the patriarchy would let women just let their boobs be free or uncovered underneath their clothes yeah right right so here come bras This was actually a pretty freeing thing, however, if you consider how uncomfortable corsets were and how unhealthy they can be, as we were just saying. The first bras date back to like ancient Greece, basically tying a piece of linen around their boobs, pinning it in the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, tying it in the back. Yeah, because I mean, imagine you're like running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the biggest reason why I would wear bras because I don't wear them most days. But if I'm running anywhere or exercising, yeah, that's when you need a bra. Absolutely. Stairs. I was gonna say walking up and down the stairs. Yes. The first officially patented bra didn't show up until 1914, however, and it was created by Caress Crosby, a lady. A lady. Okay. A lady. Good. I was surprised. To find out it was a lady, but delightfully surprised. Caress Crosby, who, when getting ready for a debutante ball, got fed up with her corset poking through her clothes, mm-hmm. and probably for many other reasons, got fed up wearing a corset. Yeah. And she, sure. on the spot, sewed herself a more comfortable brassiere. When she got to the ball, all the other ladies were jealous of how freely she could dance and yeah. asked her to make yeah. them all a bra, too. And by World War II, corsets had pretty much faded out of fashion and bras became the new normal. Nice. So it was basically just like, I am tired of this shit. We're doing (laughs) something else. Something's got to change. I can't breathe. I can barely walk. It's making my clothes look kind of weird from what I'm wearing. Fuck this shit. We're just just pinning the boobs now. With all of that history, bras are still kind of a point of of conversation amongst people who think they should shouldn't wear a bra some people really passionately think you should always wear a bra yeah a lot of parents a lot of parents a lot of women let's say that a mom has like a 14 year old daughter the daughter is a little more developed Mm -hmm. if the daughter doesn't wear a bra to the mom 
that's saying like, well, dang, all of these like grown men can just like stare at her boobs. They can yeah. see her nipples through her shirt. Yeah. There are grown men here. Who's and who's now. really at fault here? Exactly. It's not exactly hint. It's not the 14 year old. Exactly. It's not her fault. She has boobs. Not her fault that they're developed. Not her fault that she has any of that. It is the grown men's fault for staring at them. That's disgusting. I don't have kids, but I'm sure from a mom's perspective, it makes a lot of sense that like I want to protect my daughter from creeps. Right. Because I can't prevent who is and who isn't a creep, but I can prevent my daughter from shaking her boobs everywhere while she walks. And, you know, I don't know what the answer to that really is uh, other than to teach your daughters to say, fuck you, are you staring at my chest really loud in restaurants Yeah, so that everybody (laughs) looks at this creep and goes, is that guy staring at that kid's chest? How disgusting. What the fuck? That's a child. And They're maybe, a minor. Maybe you'll scare them just enough that they won't do it anymore. Yeah, that's always the hope. That's you the know, hope. I went to Lowe's by myself, got a right. lot of looks. I just turn around and stare right back at them. Make eye contact with them because yeah. then that's how they know. Oh, wait, wait. They, they recognize. I got to stop looking. Yeah. My wife is standing next to me. I got to stop looking. Yeah. And if they don't, well, yes, do it. Be loud. Be like, hey. I'm a minor. Isn't that your wife? Why are you looking at my boobs? Why are you staring at my ass? There's something I can help you with. Exactly. Sir? Sir? My eyes are up here. It freaks people out to be confronted like that. Oh, yeah. And that's definitely not something we teach our women enough is Mm -mm. to be confrontational about stuff. I wanted to ask, how do you feel about bras? How do I feel about bras? Yes. Mostly, I really don't care what other people wear. I've been told by a lot of big boobed ladies that like, it's pretty much a daily necessity for them mm-hmm. because otherwise they're uncomfortable. They are jiggling and... Makes complete sense. Yeah, it can just be a pain in the butt. I, like, don't wear bras. Yeah, me either. I'm not wearing one right now. <laughs> yeah, me neither. It felt it only felt appropriate for the recording. But I'm mostly in t-shirts. If I'm dressing up, like, nice and fancy and I've got, like, a specific outfit on, yeah. then I definitely wear a bra because I kind of want the outfit to stay in place exactly. and kind of look a little more yeah. upscale. Sometimes I can't quite wear specific dresses without also wearing a bra. Right. It's like, I'm just, I just can't fill it out. It really does, like, set them in the place to wear in certain clothings. Like you just said, you know, if you don't fill out a dress a certain way, you can prop yeah. them up with a bra. Yeah. And it just kind of makes the whole thing look a little bit sharper. And yeah. But on my average day-to-day life... I like don't wear one. I haven't bought bras since like high school, maybe earlier, Mm -hmm. maybe middle school. Yep. I just bought some bras, some sports bras and took all the pads out. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Sports bras are great. I love sports bras. I love sports bras. My boobs feel a little bit too big for sports bras sometimes Mm -hmm. because it, if I wear them for too long, they definitely start to like squish Yeah, and it's painful Mm -hmm. after a long amount of time. Mm-hmm. I've got a small band size for how big my boobs actually like are. Like the size of your rib cage. So it's like kind of a drastic a s- difference. Yeah, it is. So it's kind of hard to find sports bras that really fit and are wearable for long periods of time. When did you start wearing bras? When did, when did your mom decide like, oh, it's time to wear bras? I was the one coming to her, bugging her about it all the time. Really? Because in the same way that I wanted a period, I wanted boobs really bad <laughs> because right. there were other girls at my age at like 11 years old who had like a rack. And yeah. I'm like, what's me. happening me. to me? <laughs> I'm as flat as these guys out here. Like I want 
boobs like yeah. so so when i got like my first uh what's it called camisole mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is a tank top that has kind of a band inside of it to yeah kind of like a training bra yeah it's got like a built-in yeah. little training bra yeah when i got those for the first time i was hyped yeah i was so hyped and then like over the course of time i grew like just a little bit a little bit more yeah and then i finally asked my mom like can we just like go to the store and buy some training bras she's like i guess i really don't want you to grow up okay yeah and honestly, you're not very big, but you really feel like you want one and you yep. need one. <laughs> so, okay. The reason I wear bras now is for like to make things look better in good outfits and stuff like that. Right. But other than that, having just really sensitive nipples a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. Just makes it kind of necessary. Like I do not like to go to work without wearing one. Right. And like, your shirt will rub on your nipples. Yeah, it's so uncomfortable. Yep. It's so uncomfortable wearing a bra is out of necessity for me. It's so good that we have the option for that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, I just don't care. And I'm like whatever yeah i don't feel like i need it people are not asking me about it if my job was like hey i think you maybe should wear a bra i'd be like you know okay maybe i guess it depends <laughs> because i have right now i have really respectful bosses mm -hmm. and people that i really like to work for yeah and so if they were like um i think it's probably time you start wearing a bra i'd be like all right okay i get it well yeah but there's probably a good reason yeah, if exactly. The, if somebody you trust, if it's coming from somebody like that, maybe you popped out and you thought no one noticed and they did. I'd be crazy surprised if I popped out because I'm wearing T-shirts <laughs> and you don't pop out of T-shirts unless you're like sagging your boobs all the way down to the underside. They're not coming out of the top. I don't know. And, and in my job, because I work with dogs mostly, so I don't talk to a whole lot of people. Plus, I've got like like a smock on most of the day. So you can't even like see my chest. Mm -hmm. I could be pregnant and you wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah. So, At least not until like seven, eight, nine months, you know. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I was you know, big, not able to groom anymore. Exactly. And I'd say the only thing that I really have issues with is sometimes big dogs will jump up on my chest and yeah. paw at my boobs. Yeah. And that is not fun. No. They'll catch, they'll catch a nipple with sharp nails and you're just out of it for the day. It was really bad when I had my nipples pierced. I had a dog catch, catch oh. the piercing oh, no. and scrape down my chest. I took him out a few days later because I was oh, like, I can't gosh. fucking do this. They I were like, cried. it was bleeding. I did cry. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. I cried. Yeah. yeah. I was, I'm trying to think of how old I was when yeah, I started Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I want to say I was probably like 11 or 12 when I started wearing, yeah, the camisoles. I guess I was just kind of uncomfortable with a lot of the shirts I was wearing and I just wanted something underneath it. Yep. Just to feel better. Mm -hmm. Plus, like, you get into middle school and you have to change clothes around other girls. Yeah. And that's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. You're comparing your body to everyone else's body and nobody's body is going to be the same at that point because genetics. Exactly. Nobody's bodies are the same. At any point. Yeah, at any point. Even at that point, there's some major differences. Everyone's developing at different time periods yep. and it's just really stressful. I have a distinct memory of being in like my sixth grade locker room, w mm -hmm. still wearing my camisoles. Yeah. And I was like changing out. I had a girl come up to me after like in PE and was like, hey, some of the other girls are saying that since you still wear like the tank tops that you're stuffing your bra. And yeah. I was like, I don't even wear a bra. I don't even know what that means. What is stuffing? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? That's yeah. That's I think I asked her. I was like, what is stuffing? She was like, you put like tissues in your bra. I was like, what? 
why would I want that? Yeah, I, I have a similar memory, you know, ap- same thing after mm-hmm. changing out into our PE uniform or whatever. Yeah. A girl whispering in my ear, do you see that girl over there? She's wearing like a 34, like C. She doesn't even have boobs. I think she's stuffing it. <gasps> That's such a shitty thing to say to other girls. <sighs> I don't even remember how I replied. I was probably like, man, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she is stuffing it. I could have. I yeah, was. I c- could have gone along with it. You know, I I don't re- really remember, but I wouldn't put it past sixth grade me to go along with it. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Again, everybody's so like scared and just wants to please all yeah. their friends and all these other students and. You're just like, if I disagree, are they going to shun me mm-hmm. or think I'm stuffing my bra? Yeah. Or if I agree, then I'm just a bully. You end up in s- sketchy spots. Yeah. Kids are mean. They are. Oh, they're so mean. Yeah, kids are mean. The next thing is the free the nipple movement. Woo! Let's talk a little bit about that. Free the nipple. As we were saying earlier, who cares? Yeah. If you wear a bra. <laughs> That's um, really what it comes down to. Who cares? And if people make it known to you that they care, tell them. Who cares? Yeah. And if they say, I do, ask them why. Yeah. And really continue to ask them why until they give you a valid reason. Because I guarantee you a lot of the time it may not be valid. Exactly. It may And just it puts be, them in a spot to really think about their beliefs. Right. And it, it may just be as to not make people uncomfortable mm-hmm. wear a bra to make other people comfortable if wearing a bra is uncomfortable for you then don't wear then a bra. don't wear a bra <laughs> things are always going to make people uncomfortable yeah and a lot of it is stuff that you can't really do anything about you can't do anything about the creepy guy staring at you other than confronting that yeah but or you can cover your body it's kind of bringing other people's problems into yourself Mm -hmm. and thinking that i have to be responsible for this person's bad behavior yeah and so i have to change myself because i'm scared of their bad behavior it's it's based in fear and it's based in things that just are not like accurate anymore yeah like 50 years ago wearing a bra is kind of a big deal it it is to make other people comfortable it is to look prim and proper and now it, wearing a bra is based in the bra wears comfort levels and not society it should be at least i agree you mentioned 50s bras have you seen pictures bullet of bras. them they're pointy they, they are. make your boobs pointy bullet now bras. if you're now if your tits are like pointy and that people are like <gasps> nipples ah yeah you can't win no you know cuz trends are always going to change yeah the free the nipple movement it I remember it kind of starting like 2014, 2015. Oh, I don't know. About as far there. as I know, it's always been a feminist movement thing. Then maybe it just came to my attention around that time. Yeah, it was like, we get rights to vote and I want to take my bra off. Those exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I was really confused as a middle schooler seeing all of that. I'm like, what do you mean free the nipple? Like, You're like, you don't want to wear a shirt? Don't want to wear a bra? Damn. I wanted to wear a bra this whole time. And now you're telling me that y'all don't want to? Yep. Where do I stand? <laughs> when you're in middle school, you take that phrase at face value and you're like, Freeman, why would you want to walk around without a shirt on? Yeah. That's counterproductive, right? People are just going to stare at you. Exactly. No, I want the ability to choose that I don't have to wear a bra or... One of the ones I've always heard that's associated with free the nipple is breastfeeding. Yeah. Being able to breastfeed in public. Yeah. I am so for that. Yeah. I think that's one of the change the world kind of things. If women just breastfed in public. Yeah. If a creepy dude is staring at your 
tits while you're breastfeeding, call that guy out right there. It's weird. If you're in the middle of a mall and you go, I'm feeding my kid. Can you stop staring at me? Yeah. People are going to turn around and be like, what the fuck? I think that comes from boobs have been sexualized for forever. For forever. For forever. And boobs are sexy. they're, They're sexy, but they're also a means of feeding your baby. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's not about being sexy. If you think that you're seeing someone's boob, oh, you're trying to be sexy right now? That boob is in a baby's mouth. Stop it. <laughs> I feel like, you know, boobs are sexy and stuff like that, but it's also, like, contextual. Yeah. I don't know how much of boobs being sexy has to do with, like, a primitive attraction based on, like, being an infant and loving boobs. I, I don't know what that comes from. I don't know. I think you make it worse when you try to hide feeding babies in public and when you try to hide your tits because you're scared of other people. I think it makes the problem worse. Yeah. Because those people are still going to feel that way and still think that way. And you covering up isn't going to change that. They're just going to sit nev- there and be like, exactly. Ooh, that's, They're that's never going to have to confront there. it. They're never going to have to confront it. Yeah. It's really important to make people confront their own feelings. Yeah. Because I can't change you, but if you can see that this belief is causing a problem, maybe you'll think twice about it and go, wait, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Good points. It's always important to ask yourself, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Am I wrong? Free the nipple. Free the nipple. (laughs) I don't think I'm wrong on that one. I've thought about that one a whole lot. Just let people do what they do. It will not hurt you. It will hurt you. Men, Men get to mow their lawn without their shirt on. Why can't I mow my lawn with a bikini top on? Why can't I do that? You can. But again, people are going to stare at you. Exactly. Exactly. Start calling out men for that. Nobody wants to be the first. Yeah. No but girl you... wants to be the first one to yeah. be like, quit staring at me. Mm-hmm. And if you've never done it before, it's not easy to confront people. No. Got to start somewhere. Got to gotta gotta teach, teach your daughters. Teach your friends. Talk about it. Talk about it. Listen to this podcast. Do it. Mowing your lawn, just doing your normal thing in your bikini top. You see the dude running past you, staring staring. at you. Hey. There's a light pole in front of you. Watch out. Hey, is your (laughs) wife coming over later? I have a play date with your wife and kids. (laughs) Spanx. Spanx. And skims. Skims. Uh, That's like the modern Kim Kardashian version of it. That That comes in many colors. I do like that. I do like how, so so Spanx and Skims, they're like, they are called shapewear. Shapewear. They are kind of like spandexy fabric. They are spandex. That you wear underneath your clothes to kind of keep things where they're supposed to be. So in the same way bras kind of hold your boobs Mm -hmm. in one spot, Spanx will kind of shape. I would say shapewear prevents jiggle. So if you got some extra body around your Mm -hmm. waist and stuff, you can wear your skinny jeans and stuff and it'll prevent Mm -hmm. the little muffin tops. Yeah. If you have a bigger booty, yeah, if you have a bigger booty and you don't really want to wear like regular underwear Mm -hmm. of the underwear lines, which I completely understand. I don't like that either. Yeah. In my, when I'm wearing tighter clothes, maybe Spanx skimwear or Spanx shapewear. And I mean, it's like, I don't think that's anything to be shameful of. Yeah. Wearing that. Plus, Spanx kind of, they'll go down around your legs and uh-huh. up to your, like, waist. Mm-hmm. So you won't have, like, a wedgie as much. Yeah. Because when you got that big booty mm-hmm. underwear, when you pull it up, yep. it'll, it seeps yeah. throughout the day yeah. into your butt crack. And you're trying to be a lady at work and you're just, like, not trying to reach pick around the back, your panty just line. Just kind of. <laughs> 
just gently adjust. Yeah. I think um, it's totally fine to gently adjust your underwear. I have yes. seen an upsetting amount of men adjust their balls. I think just we sh- in public. Yeah, you so just do adjust it. Adjust your underwear. Adjust your bras. It's fine. Just do it. It's fine. Yeah, adjust your bras. Leave that little that, that little, little dot, dot on your t-shirt on your t-shirt right in the center. <laughs> yeah, I think spanks. I've never worn them before, but I am sure they're really comfortable. They, they can look be comfortable. Tight. Yeah. I'm a smaller person. I'm sure mm-hmm. my size would be comfortable. I don't know. I wouldn't say comfortable, I guess. I've worn the ones, they're like tights, and then they go up and they come all the way up under your tits. Yeah. And I would say comfortable isn't really the right word because it's kind of like really tight underwear. Yeah. And it just... Maybe secure. It secures. The best feeling in the world is when you get home after like a nice evening and you take them off mm-hmm. and you are just like... <gasps> yeah. You just take that gas bin. They're definitely more comfortable than corsets oh yeah definitely 100 percent. they're nice and stretchy and yeah that reminds me of a time wherever i was wearing a bra and i was wearing it on like a notch too tight mm-hmm. and i was like starting to feel kind of sick and my head was hurting and so i went in the bathroom and took my bra off and got such an, a head rush from the amount of oxygen I could now breathe. Oh, my God. That I got really lightheaded and felt like I was going to throw up or pass out. Oh, my I was God. Like, Why am I wearing this bra so damn tight? Don't. Oh, my God. This is a problem. And I'm sure you're not the only woman that's done that. No. Actually, I'm positive. Yeah. Because I know in high school, I wanted like a cute bra Mm -hmm. from, I don't know. My mom always got bras at Dillard's because they'd have like a once a year big sale on bras and stuff. So we'd go and buy bras. And there was this like cute one that wasn't really my size, but it was on sale. And I was like, it's red and it was all pretty and it made my boobs look huge. It was like padded a little bit. It was push up. Which I don't need Push padding. up bras are not lying. I just have to say that. What do you mean? Guys are always like, if you wear a push up bra, you're lying about how big your boobs are. No. You no. just push them up higher. I'm just making, it's like makeup. I'm just making them look better. Yeah. I'm working with what I have. Your story. Sorry. It came into <laughs> no, my head. Funny. Like I had to say that that's and I forgot funny. to write that I've down. I've never thought about that. Push up bras are lying? Is that something that people really say? Yes. Oh my God. I, people say Ra- that makeup Reagan's is over lying. there no- nodding in his head. Yes. People say that? People say that and Ugh. genuinely think that. Are are you really going to be that much of a snob? Boobs are boobs. Take the bra off and they're not as big as when you saw them at the bar and you're like, ugh, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. You yeah. lying bitch. But then, ladies, <laughs> you dodged a bullet. <laughs> like, if he is like, they're smaller than I thought they were, that's what I got. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want from I me? I don't know what you want from me. Fire back with more um, body shaming. It's such an easy shot. Uh-huh. to take at dude's dicks because so much of their ego is wrapped around in it. <laughs> and yeah. I, that's not even like a joke. That it's, is so yeah. real. Women like don't really care about the size of your dick generally. That's that's such a men thing. It might have no. it might have started from just like an offhanded comment and they took yep. it seriously. But I'm very sorry. I interrupted your story. Uh, yeah, and we trailed off about your bra. Um, yeah, I got this cute bra from Dillard's that was not the right size. And yeah, I wore it one day. I found myself like sitting up way straight. Mm-hmm. When I took it off, I had these oh, deep red yeah. lines mm-hmm. under my boobs and like around the side. Yeah, yeah and the back had imprinted on oh, my back. No. Oh, it hurt so bad. Yeah, it was like when you have something like a hair tie wrapped too tight around your wrist and you take it off and it like kind of stings. Mm-hmm. 
for a little while after. That's what it was all the way around my chest, all the way around my rib cage. That it's is not fun. zero fun. It is not fun. So made me feel cute though. Made me feel sexy. Yeah, you feel cute. You feel you feel nice. You feel hot. And I just wish it was my size because I would have felt sexy and comfortable. Yep. There's another lesson. Don't yeah. buy bras that are too small. Uh, you'll regret it. You really will. feel like you won't be able to breathe. You might pass out. That's no good. You could hit your head. That's true. That's true. Don't let your bra be the death of you. That is not feminism. We have a story from a man's perspective about bras. Kind of like back to along the lines of like the free the nipple. Yeah. When I was in high school, it was like a really, really conservative high school. And I didn't really notice that any girls weren't wearing bras. I'm pretty sure everyone was intentionally. Then I went to a community college, saw a, like several women not wearing bras. And I was like, damn, at first, like, what a bunch of sluts. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> they clearly want something, right? But then I realized, like, wait, hold on. About half these people aren't wearing it. And, like, I imagine it's not comfortable all the time. And if you don't want to, why do you need to? There's, like, no actual reason. The thought had <clears> never <throat> crossed my mind till after I graduated high school. Yeah, you make a good point about it being, <sighs> like, shocking. You, like you said, going to a conservative uh, high school and having, like, a Probably religious background. up in church, too, and stuff like that. It's probably ingrained in your head because I know it's ingrained in mine because I it definitely was in mine that like not wearing a bra equals they want something they yep. want to be a slut it has nothing to do with that it's no. all comfort that I just never come across before not growing up or anything like that in high school my family I'd never heard mention stuff about it like I mean it, it was just weird just literally never crossed my mind yeah. until after high school I'm curious because I have two little brothers I'm curious what their takes on it is yeah because we didn't grow up really talking about feminine things with them other than like we have a period they, yeah. they know we have a period and they like to make fun of me for it you didn't know your sisters you didn't know your sisters had periods thinking back to my childhood i never talked about it in front of my brother but we're also like several years apart yeah. and by the time i was in middle school he was like graduating high school that would make sense yeah so it wasn't really there Just wasn't not, like an opportunity that's really interesting to have that many sisters and not know no, anything they had a period yeah. you didn't see like trash or anything i'm sure they were taught to like no? wrap it up we also like I had our own bathroom oh, separate okay. from my yeah. sister. Makes sense. Oh, okay. Makes so sense. And if they were to use your restroom, they probably wrapped it up. Because that's what my mom yeah. taught me to do. Like Mummify your period products? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is a waste of toilet paper. A little bit. I know. I don't really do that. I don't really wrap them. But I also have Not like Not at my a house. If they're really... The tampon cut. itself, I will wrap up. Somebody drops something in the trash, reach in the trash. That's disgusting. Okay. It's disgusting, but also... Like nobody... It's like, just blood. It's just blood. <laughs> at the same time though, like you I would be... You I, wouldn't want a touchy bloody band-aid either. You're... Okay. No, that's a valid point. That's so, totally valid. I would be wary of like disease or like... That's just... I don't know. Disease. I don't know. I don't... Doesn't, I'm, it doesn't I'm carry any disease paired. you don't know you have. <laughs> Depends on how long it's been in the trash. Whatever. Whatever. But still... I wrap up my, my period tampon a little bit. But that's that's a lot on bras. Yeah, yes. A lot on bras. The next thing is heels. <gasps> High heels. High heels. Heels have been around since the 10th century, about. They were originally worn by the Persian army while they were on their horses. It kept their feet in the stirrups a lot easier. Men? Men. Oh. Heels did originate with uh, male and men fashion. Well, damn. Now I can't like and heels anymore. <laughs> After that, they were a fashion statement amongst the men uh -huh. by the mid to upper class. In the 17th century, women also started to wear heels. And so designers of the heels would start 
designing men's and women's heels differently so that these are men's heels, these are women's heels. I really like that. I don't know why I like it so much to find out that men started to wear heels, but I really do. Yeah. <laughs> they want to make their asses look good too. It's the same reason. So, for, and for they, women. Yeah. As time went on, they became just a lot more of a staple in women's fashion. I'm not sure what caused the shift to the point that made where it's men exclusively out. for exclusively women women i yeah. don't know when that point happened if you do either. if the audience knows that are listening tell us please yeah if you have extra fun facts about stuff we want to know we want to know and we'll probably bring yeah, it up and credit you heels are worn by women and people who want to wear heels everywhere now i think at least in 2021 in some places not as much of an exclusively ladies thing anymore you see a lot of non-binary people yeah. wearing heels you absolutely know. people um, who just want to wear heels in theater they might wear heels on the stage men's shoes didn't ha- not have a heel at all like you still see a lot of men's shoes who have like yeah. maybe a half an inch heel stilettos are definitely like a modern thing oh yeah where you've oh, got yeah. the high heels with the thin and the thick three inch pump in the front that's impractical which is why they're a modern thing it's because they're so impractical you've got to be rich and wear them for very specific reasons or you see exotic dancers wearing them yeah i don't want to just say strippers but you see exotic dancers wearing them and strippers a fine job strippers sex workers people who want their ass to look good exactly that i like stilettos and pumps and stuff i like to wear them with fancy outfits they make your ass look good they do they make they kind of elevate an outfit yeah they really do and with like nice pair of skinny jeans, yeah. some heels. Yeah. Look, and it makes you feel good. It makes you feel hot. Yeah. They're definitely not something that you can wear on the daily if you're like going to work. You can wear small heels. And, and not that you can or can't, but it just yeah, may right. not be entirely practical. It's not It's not practical. It'll hurt. Walking places in them <sighs> is really takes practice. <laughs> then it, you get used mm. to running and then you impress all the guys. They're can like you run ha- on high heels? Chunky ones. I have some like five, six inch chunky heels that mm-hmm. yes, I could probably, if I need to get away from a bad guy i could try if not take them off and stab your bad guy in the yes. eye with them yep that's actually a great reason to wear heels if you're not if you can't get anywhere fast in them use stab them as a weapon mm-hmm. they're heavy yes i'm sorry i interrupted you i don't remember what i was trying to say okay oh wedges where they go really big mm-hmm. towards the back i can definitely run in those oh yeah the smaller and smaller it gets towards your heel the more impossible it becomes i prefer wedges i have these sandals that are kind of like platform sandals like mm-hmm. all the way across so if you just like think of a sandal and add and three inches to it i wore those to a wedding super easy to run it's in like platform shoes yeah like platform shoes yeah. but it's all one level yeah that's like a platform but those are really nice to wear and run in. They're mm-hmm. way more comfortable than right. like standard heels. Wedges are also really comfortable. And they still give you some height. Something that I notice a lot of the times, gatekeeping high heels or something, yeah. is like you don't want to be taller than your partner. Why not? Exactly. <laughs> Why not? Why not? What's the There's best? this idea that if you're a woman, your male partner has to be taller than you or your relationship's not valid and Wrong. you're just not a real person. Wrong. <laughs> All these Tinder bios that are like six foot or swipe right left i don't know how to use tinder (laughs) so so it's kind of funny that men used to wear high heels generally and now they have to have them specially made for themselves Mm -hmm. drag queens and stuff like that yeah they have to spend a shit ton of money to get custom made 13 size shoes heels and that's not like that's true even with women with large feet i know with like if it was more 
culturally okay for men to wear high heels it there would be, be an option you're right and everyone's ass on the planet would look great right for about an evening yeah for an evening an evening at a time yeah plus it literally gives men the point of view of being walking a mile in their shoes yeah I do think if you ever have the opportunity to put some heels on, try it. And even if you're like laughing at it, whatever, yeah. just just try it. Because it's honestly kind of fun try being that high up. And if you practice like walking all that. <laughs> yeah. You get yeah, to like get walk all fancy. You know, if you like sway your shoulders and your hips. It's do the fun. model walk one foot in front of the other. You feel fancy. You yeah. really do feel fancy. That's it, like the most fun part about heels. You feel kind of elevated. Yeah. Me and my partner about the same height, generally. And my mom would always tell me if I got heels that I shouldn't get them too tall because then I'd be taller than my partner. And I was like, I actually don't care. I'm not picking shoes based on the height because I'm worried about hurting my boyfriend's ego. Yeah, I'm like, I think these look good. That's a waste of my time. Exactly. And he doesn't care. I'm like, Mom, you're the only one that cares. Yeah. Plus, we look cool in pictures. Oh, yeah. I'm like standing there all tall and (laughs) fancy. Honestly, heels, they look great. They are so much fun to wear. Yeah. Realistically, though, they're not that great for your feet. They can be unhealthy if you wear them very often. Your feet are not supposed to be at those angles. No. Really? At all? It's really unnatural. And a lot of the weight is then put down on your toes. On your toes. And it's just so, it can be so painful. Yeah. So wearing them for an extended period of time for years just may not be good for your feet right it's one of those shorter heels <laughs> heels are definitely a beauty is pain oh type yeah of yeah yeah beauty is pain and beauty is pain we wear them and, and it kind of boggles me because we wear them but they fucking hurt you know it's the same kind i'm sure you're gonna talk about this with makeup and stuff because it's the same kind of thing you do it for fun you do it because you wear these high heels because you enjoy them. You put up with the little bit of pain for the time that you're wearing them because you like the look, because you like to enjoy it. Or like you said, cute bras and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. As long as you're not passing out and genuinely hurting yourself, there's really not a problem with it. It's supposed to be fun. And if you're wearing heels because somebody told you to and it's not fun. Take them off. No, get over yourself. (laughs) You Do things for you. Don't let other people force you to put yourself in pain if you're not going to enjoy it. Yeah. I don't wear high heels a whole lot. Me either. I don't wear high heels a lot, but I really love to buy shoes. Oh, yeah. I'm not one to go shopping for clothing and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and makeup and all these, you know, traditional feminine things yeah but i love shoe shopping shoe shopping is so much fun i love trying them on i love trying on silly pairs of shoes and walking around the store yep i did that when i was i did that when i was little we would go to jc penny and i would just try on all the ladies shoes even though they were too big for me yep look in the mirror walk around in them take them off another pair of shoes yeah you do it with your mom's (laughs) shoes like it's fun and it probably a lot of women have that memory in their childhood and that's why we still like wearing them and playing around in them even people who just like to wear heels i always think like women but like no there are straight up people who identify as men who love to wear heels yeah and that's okay your ass looks great your legs look great i'm about it all day long i have a belief that femboys are going to change the world. You were talking about that the other day. Yeah. yeah. Men who identify as men, but choose to do feminine features and be openly yeah. feminine like about things. things. They're going to change the world. Absolutely. They're confusing the heck out of the heteros. Yep. And the conservatives. And the conservatives. And, the, and they're just having fun. Too. 
they make them angry but they're just having fun i will always stand up for my feminine men plus i think they're hot so (laughs) (laughs) there's that yeah boys are cute let yourself be feminine don't let society tell you do what you like what you should wear it's the same thing with women wearing heels somebody else told you to do it don't do it yep don't listen to those people we've been calling this like the dress code episode so i figured we should like talk about some of the modern issues Okay. That we come across with mm-hmm. dress dressing and wearing things. Spaghetti straps. So spaghetti straps. if you're not sure what those are, the spaghetti straps are straps on clothing that are super thin. The mm-hmm. straps go over the shoulders. If you've ever gone to public school, you probably know what they are and were mm-hmm. told not to wear them mm-hmm. or saw people getting in trouble for wearing them. The deal here is, is that schools are saying spaghetti straps are distracting. So my next question is to who? why? <laughs> and to whom shoulders are being sexualized it needs yeah. to stop it needs to stop it needs to and stop. it makes me think like who are we covering up for the other students not really the teachers yes i mean and the other adults around you when you yes. say we're covering up because part of it i guess is for other students because horny teenagers that's just a fact young people in high schools and school age kids are horny they're so horny it's our responsibility as adults to teach these kids that you need to be horny at appropriate times there are appropriate things to be horny about and women's shoulders are not that they're gonna exist and you can't do anything about it and when you cover them up you're just setting an example that it's okay to sexualize them and it doesn't make sense to me their shoulders their shoulders their shoulders what were the dress code standards regarding shoulders and quote-unquote exposing too much skin growing up for you Um, at your schools yeah spaghetti straps were not allowed because they're kind of like tube tops with straps yeah they're like tank tops because you can't wear a bra with them without seeing bra straps and bra straps are of the devil yes i looked up this morning and the school district that i like live in Mm -hmm. bra straps yeah and seeing any kind of underwear is completely off limits and you will get written up you'll get like written up or like sent to the office you will get in trouble immediately huh is that the same for dudes like if they're if you can see their hopefully, underwear lining hopefully it's not a secret that you're wearing a bra if you're wearing a bra you have yeah. boobs so you tell me to wear a bra but no one's allowed to know that exactly, i wear a bra exactly exactly and if you don't wear a bra though it you also still may not be no one's allowed to know that i'm not wearing a bra <laughs> like it's not a secret that i have boobs i know i it's can't not, i can't like, do anything about that. i have that no it's not my fault i have no like say over this at the moment i i like having boobs right it's not it's not like i want to get them taken off or anything it's exactly. but it's like come on it's not but my fault that i have them like and it's not my up. responsibility to get rid of them exactly i'll cover them up i'll wear shirts because i i understand guys at that time at that age very horny a very lot hornier horny. than i think i was at that age i think one part about like why sp- spaghetti straps might be like against the rules in school is because like people at that age do foolish things all the time like a quick prank can be something really really inappropriate and it's a lot easier to rip off a spaghetti strap like down a girl's shoulders than it would be a t-shirt or anything else that's true and i'm not saying that it would happen all the time yeah. but it happens one time and that's a good rule for a school to have at that point it probably something saying- probably happened and that's why it's a yeah. thing and it is school's responsibility to like protect children absolutely to keep all that to an absolute minimum you make a good point there yeah at the same time 
if it's summertime, it's 100 degrees outside in this climate change world <laughs> that we live in. Like, fuck. Like, how do we? I don't oh, know. I'm trying to think what you do about that. Ugh. Maybe bring a sweater to wear inside. I don't but know. Same, but then it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I think shoulders, I just shoulders are sexualized, I think. And that's the problem. I think it has less to do with the rule itself and how teachers have always presented it to me. Because I guess... Yeah, rules themselves, I'm kind of like, whatever. But I remember I went to like church camps and stuff a lot during the summer. And for most of the years, it was like, you can't wear shorts that are more than like two inches above the knee. Yeah. Can't, you or have and to like wear... fingertip length. It was always longer than fingertip length. Oh, really? They could never. Yeah. They could. Oh, okay. Yeah. We were at fingertip length. Uh, and then at one point it was like two inches longer than fingertip length or something yeah. like that. You know, it's because I have spaghetti arms very true so mine would have to come down to my knees but a short girl you know two inches above her knee is a lot different than two inches above the knee Mm -hmm. on a six foot tall girl yeah it's very different and it's hard to make big sweeping rules about that stuff yeah but i would be yeah i'd be at church camp and all the years they'd be like you know we want to protect the men's purity we want to protect these boys we don't want to distract them from the lord that was that was kind of the explanation that was given to me it's like you have to cover up because of men's lust that was how it was said to me because of men's lust and they because they can't control themselves and things like that you have to cover up and like i excuse me like i have said on this podcast before jesus said if your eyes cause you to sin pluck Pluck it out." out Exactly. It's not about the other person. If, if I'm you uncomfortable, I don't want to wear a piece of clothing that's going to make you comfortable. Exactly. You can't force me to change my life because you can't control yourself. Yeah. You need to learn social cues. Exactly. Everyone has to. Neurotypical people, people with disabilities, mm-hmm. creeps. Like, we've all got to learn There's how some to social kill- skills that everyone needs. Yeah. And you got to learn it somewhere, some way, somehow. There's not an excuse. Nope. There's not. Oh, but the last year of my church camp, my senior year, they were like, I'm sure y'all have been told that we don't want to distract the boys. That's not it at all. You have to wear these uniforms because this is the uniform we decided for you. Yeah. It's a week long camp. Wear these clothes. (laughs) There's not enough sunscreen to cover every girl's shoulders. Yeah. Wear the clothes because we told you to. That's what it is. And I respected that so much. I was talking to these girls and I was like, now I don't want to because it's a it's an authority thing. But yeah. At least I'm not angry because I have to protect men. Because I have to protect people who can't think for themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's just way undermining our men. They can 100% can control themselves exactly. more than that. Reagan, isn't that so insulting that you can't control yourself? You have to tell women around you not to wear clothing that's revealing. It is. And to me it also feels like really, really old fashioned. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it, is. it feels like it's something out of the fifties. Like women stay in their place to not get in the way of the men. It's yep. like what are you talking about? That's not how things work. We've got to teach our women and our men to respect people. And they're capable of it. They're yeah. capable of respect. 100%. You have to trust that they're capable of respect or they never will be. You'll yep. just enable them to continue being shitty people. We've been thinking about this stuff since the first grade. Oh, well, yeah. We're, we've been <laughs> told these things. Wise. Yeah, but we've been but, told these things for our entire life and not given yeah. a valid explanation Other why. than it's going to make the boys' peepees stand up in their pants. It will. It will. We can't have. Why don't our men wear cups if they can't (laughs) control their peepees? 
I never thought of that. If my boobs jiggle too much that it's a distraction. You need to wear a cup you need if to your wear dick something is going to be going up dick. all day. You need to wear something over your dick. Yep. Or I'm going to get, or me as a horny lady is going to get turned on by your dick. Sorry, I can't control myself. Sorry, I can't do my schoolwork. I'm too distracted. I'm too distracted by the kid sitting next to me with his pee-pee standing up. I'm going to fail out of high school. This kid's dick is standing up. Teacher. <laughs> Teacher. Teacher. Brian has a boner. And now I can't focus on my test. But um, Can we go fuck? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. It's fucked. It's fucked. The next thing is not really like dress code, but just like something that we encounter a lot with just clothing mm-hmm. and probably school clothing too, if you wear uniforms, mm-hmm. whatever. Pockets. Why the fuck are ladies' pockets so damn small? Did you look it up? Did you I, find I, out? I, I, I like, yeah. I, and I had been knowing this information. I watched a very informative YouTube video about it. Do you, do you know what the YouTube video was so we can cite our sources? I, I don't. I watched oh! it like two or three years ago. The knowledge has been just sitting in my brain. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's okay. When ladies took a turn to tighter clothing about... Whenever that happened, you know? Okay. When tighter tighter clothing has come in and out of fashion. So Mm -hmm. at one Mm -hmm. point... 2000s-ish. If you had anything in your pockets and you're wearing tight jeans, whatever's in your pockets is going to bulge out of your pockets and mess with the shape. My mom would talk about this stuff in the 80s. Okay, so yeah. So just basically this past century, Mm -hmm, past mm -hmm. 100 years, pants with pockets and it's tight pants. Anything you put in the pockets is going to bulge out and mess with the shape of the pants and the silhouette. Also, when that style was becoming popular, so were handbags. They were fashionable, nice to have handbags. Okay, this is a great time to start making the pockets smaller because now they have a place to put their stuff. Mm -hmm. So you can put a lot more in a purse than pockets. Mm -hmm. And if you have a bigger purse, you're gonna just fill it up yeah so at least now i've heard guys explanations for why they women don't need pockets you have a purse well okay i have a purse because my pockets aren't big enough and my purse is big and it of course it's gonna get full when there's room available room is gonna be filled that's just kind of a human thing Mm -hmm. when you have more space you're gonna put more stuff in the space right so now my question is why the fuck do they put fake pockets on pants that makes me even more angry Fake pockets on skinny jeans. Just don't put anything. That's appalling. It sickens me. I have like shorts and stuff that were given to me from like Old Navy, I think. And they've got the line. Yeah. Like the little pockets sewed uh-huh. in with the little extra piece. On the jeans, the little metal pieces. Yeah. yeah. They'll have those the on there. The little bracket things. Yeah. The little. Then, and they just sewed the like lip of the pocket onto the pants with no pocket. And I had somebody tell me, I was like, oh, well, you're supposed to de-stitch. So you can use the but pocket, th- but there's no pocket liner. Exactly. That is true with some pants. And I didn't know that until I was older. You can just cut the it's stitching. Usually, yeah. It's usually on like blazers and stuff. Yeah. I have a patriarchal conspiracy about why women's clothing don't have pockets. I think this is not based in fact. It's just your <laughs> Let me just be clear. Opinions only. I think it goes back to women are supposed to carry purses because they're supposed to carry all the things for the day. Women are supposed to be able to carry all the things for themselves and their families and that kind of stuff. And it's ingraining into our brains that we're supposed to be like the caregivers for everybody. Mm-hmm. All the weight literally on your shoulder. Wow. Yes. And so just over time started taking pockets away from women. Now you can carry your bag and you can carry things for everybody yeah isn't that great no i just want to carry my phone and my wallet yeah i don't need to carry my boys equipment and my kids stuff i don't have kids so i think it's patriarchal conspiracy to convince us that we need to have kids so we can have things to put in our purses or get like those huge ass baby bags as women are supposed
supposed to develop in life and have kids later in life or at some point, their bags get bigger and bigger and bigger Mm -hmm. and our pockets get smaller and And smaller smaller and and smaller. smaller. So it takes away your independence. It's like, oh, she has a bag. She can hold it. Yes. You could put this in your bag, right? Hey, can I put this in your bag? If you didn't have a bag, they would have to rely on themselves. They would have (gasps) to rely on themselves. Wow. They'd have to find a place to put their own damn stuff in their own damn giant pockets. We're not saying that guys don't carry a bag. You do have bigger pockets, so you're just capable of carrying more things. But if you want to carry a bag go for it i know a guy he wears like basketball shorts and stuff pretty often at one point he fit two ds xls yep. in one pocket yep. four phones in the other pocket along with like his keys and his shit yeah i have never been able to fit a phone in a pocket that i didn't buy out of the men's section not front pockets back pockets but then but my phone sticks out yeah even then phone sticks out you're right and people are like why do you break your phone so often and i'm like it falls out of my pocket and hits the ground my pocket's tiny i always have the problem especially in like the seats at school have like the they have a gap the hole through it yeah yeah the they have a gap in the, the back seat in the, yeah I and know my phone about. will get caught in that so when i stand oh. up it just flips out and falls through the hole some kind of good things that are happening with pockets yes Pockets and dresses and skirts and leggings are the best and designers need to keep doing it. Put pockets on fucking everything. It is the most exciting thing to pick out something cute and realize it has pockets. Yeah. That are big. I could like put my phone in here. I could put candy in here. Yes. I could put anything I want in here. I had pockets in my wedding dress and it Same. actually made a big difference. You did too? Same. Very nice. Snacks. Yes, Carry I carried candy. Snacks. I put my phone in there. I put my vows in there. Nice. And I put my vows in the pocket that was going to be closest to the audience. So whenever I like took it out, I heard the... <gasps> come across the crowd and everybody said something you have pockets in your dress that is awesome yes my favorite like meme format is uh when when you tell somebody you like their skirt and they go thanks it has pockets and then do like a little dance they like put their hands in their pockets and like twirl around it's the cutest thing and i'm so hyped for them everyone should make it a priority to make girls smile in that way oh yeah because that's just the easiest way to make a girl's day it's like oh thank it has it says pockets you see it's like you thought of me as a woman and know the struggle so you got me something cute with pockets figuring out things have pockets yourself is the best you're at a store you're like i really like this skirt but i'm not sure you figure out it has pockets done it's a definite buy yes if it's a skirt that you kind of like and it has pockets Mm -hmm. yes same thing with leggings except i don't know it's the same thing with like bulging of the shape line like the silhouette i think the most i would want to put in my leggings pockets is maybe my phone leggings that i have usually have the pockets Mm -hmm. along the side of the leg yeah, yeah. so they go like all the way down your thigh those are great yeah because i can slide my phone and i can slide my wallet in the other if you're going on a run that's what you need yeah if you're exercising and the pockets are like long yeah so, yeah it's yeah. like gravity helps it stay in there exactly if anybody knows of a company specifically where women make clothing that has pockets we will shout them out and hit them up for sponsors oh or- yeah and y'all can go buy their stuff absolutely go support a small business that would be cool absolutely women own small businesses the next thing hair and makeup where to begin styling one's hair has been a practice probably since the beginning of time Mm -hmm. especially when there aren't efficient ways to cut it styling hair is the next best thing braids 
have historically been very popular and they've dated all the way back to about 3500 BC. Braids originated from African culture mm-hmm. in and amongst African tribes. They would mm-hmm. braid their hair differently to tell the tribes apart. It would be a symbol of status. If you've ever seen braids from African culture, they are gorgeous yeah like they can be super ornate bun styles like yeah beads in them like beautiful when i was researching i saw specifically the people of africa the people of himba and namibia so those two countries kind of popped out hairstyles have evolved over time less from just braids to mainly updos to shaved heads to letting yeah. hair just grow out as long as you want it to going back to braids right quick braids. i always think of like celtic braids as well viking like dutch braids because it's the same status symbol and stuff like that and like distinguish between different little villages and mm-hmm. tribes if you go to an irish festival You'll see tons of really cool braids. Yeah. It's really cool whenever they get guys. Whenever guys like mix their hair and braid it in with their beard. Yeah. That is so cool to me. Hair and gender kind of came up in Mm -hmm. my mind. Mm -hmm. Historically, men, at least in the Western world, were expected to have shorter hairstyles. Short hair was really popular in the 20s and 30s amongst women. It was easier to take care of and it was war times. Just a more functional hairstyle. As you see a lot of moms cut their hair short after they have kids, which is completely understandable, especially yeah. if you have some thick, long hair. Short hair is the way to go if you have an, a newborn. Then they can't grab it and eat it because <laughs> kids are weird. Ba- babies will grab your hair and they're so strong. They have ridiculously strong grip strength for no reason at all. Baby strength is crazy. You ever tried to like change a baby's diaper and they don't want it to be changed? No. They could kick you and baby strength is ridiculous. I am notorious for not being good with kids. Yeah. I don't have any younger siblings. I don't have any younger That's cousins. Fair. I'm like the youngest in yep. my generation. Yep. So all the babies are popping up now. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with this thing. Don't give it to me. I'm going to break it. Stop. Yeah, I'm going to drop it. I know when they wiggle when you pick them up and I'm like, please, you're going to die. Like, please stop. It makes this. you nervous. Your head, it's going to fall off. Yes. It won't fall off. I don't know. It won't. I know it won't. It won't fall off. It's just really like not good to let it hang when they're newborn. They want to see things. So they're always constantly trying to move. So it only takes a couple months to strengthen up and then they're okay. Once they can like sit up on their own. Yeah. Once you can sit up with a baby, I'm a lot more comfortable with it. But yeah, I have had babies grab my hair. Can't even imagine what moms deal with. This was just my observation about hair. Short hairstyles. You have a short hairstyle. I do. They're kind of in a limbo it seems if a lady has a short hairstyle, they might get confused for a boy or are deemed a Karen or you're just a lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. It's valid to just want to have short hair. It is. Thank you. <laughs> yes, it is. Like, I agree. I like having long hair at the moment. Yeah. In five years, if I want to shave it, fuck, I might. I don't know. I'm not ready for that right now. It's though. a freeing experience. I recommend it if you ever have the chance. It'll grow back. I've always just had long hair. So short hair to me used to be a signifying thing of like, oh, you're, you're a boy. Boys have short hair. Girls mm-hmm. have long hair. You're a boy. You have long hair. That's kind of cool, but also kind of weird. My brothers both had long hair growing up and they got confused for girls all the time. Yeah. Reagan's hair is longer than mine and thicker and nicer and beautiful. And yeah, he will get asked why he has such long hair and he'll get asked all the time. When are you thinking about cutting it? 
What's your response, Reagan? Whenever people ask me when I'm going to cut it, I just say whenever I want to, like whenever I feel like it. It's like, I don't have girl hair. I just have long hair. Mm -hmm. It's like girls have short hair too. And then I'll be like, if the kid has short hair, why do you have girl hair? Some girls have hair like that. And he's like, oh, I don't. I have boy hair. It's like, yeah, well, it doesn't really matter. There's Uh, no girl hair and boy hair. Length of your hair, I don't think that should be gendered. No. It's not a gendered thing. Yeah, maybe some certain styles. If I have my hair pulled back into a ponytail or a bun, that's not exclusively a No, but if you take time to put curls in your hair and maybe do it all up like Marilyn Monroe. Or if I got bangs, maybe. I don't think that would work. No. So some, some styles may be gendered, which is okay, but length... Uh, come on you guys no. so metal heads can have long hair Absolutely. but because they're wasting their life being metal heads it's okay <laughs> that's not true none no. of that's true uh, can you imagine <laughs> headbanging without long hair no like come on i've had hair that was cut probably down to about chin length for my entire childhood when i was young because i have really thick hair and it knots up so bad and i would scream and cry yeah. when they were trying to yeah. brush my hair so they always kept it short out of convenience. Yeah. Kept it short all through elementary school. And then when I kind of was like, okay, well, I want to grow it out. It was so hot all yeah. the time. Here in My- Canada. Global warming. Thanks. I would overheat because the back would be so yeah. thick right against like. Right against your neck. My it's- cortex um, where my thoughts are. Yeah. And it would just be unbearable. So then I would grow it out and I'd shave the mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. I I'd knew a girl sh- in, in high school that did that every year. Yeah, yeah. I'd shave I'd shave a little triangle in the back because it would keep it way cooler and I mm-hmm. could have pretty long hair and braids and stuff like that. Throughout my life, I've gone through phases of short hair. I have vivid memories in middle school of being mistaken for a boy. Mm-hmm. I feel like it should have bothered me more than it did. But I, I remember I was on a like school trip and we were getting food. I had like a flat bill hat on. I had short hair. I was probably in a t-shirt and skinny jeans. And the guy at the subway or whatever was like, how can I help you, sir? And I just go, um, can I just get a cheese sandwich? And they were like, and, yeah. but didn't, didn't really like apologize or anything. And I was like, I, I don't care. Yeah. I work with kids ages four to 12 a lot of the time. And I had this nine-year-old in class the other day. He has long hair. And whenever they come to class in the park, this is outside, yeah. they're wearing like basketball shorts and a t-shirt. You know, it was just like blue basketball shorts, yeah. blue, sh- blue shorts and a white karate t-shirt. I said, and she does this and blah, blah. And he's like, I'm a boy. <laughs> Whoops. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> what else do I say? Yeah. I'm sorry. Whoops. My bad. Okay. I apologize. They didn't seem to be too mad about it, yeah. but some people really really care about looking the gender that they ascribe to especially kids who like that's their identity their they get whole their entire parents. identity uh, exactly yeah so i'm just like fuck i'm sorry i don't want to set up again yeah they get it from their parents because their parents are like these are boy things exactly. you have to align with boy things to be a boy when that's just not true it's not true for cisgendered people it's not true for transgender people you are who you are the only people who should know about your genitals are you and your doctor and the person who changed your diapers right and your partner i guess whoever you want to share that information with yeah whoever you're having sex with because i mean that's kind of important to know if you're having sex with you gotta know where to put it you gotta know what to do with the things But I mean, yeah, if somebody misgenders you, tell them, I'm a girl. And it's like, oh, my bad. There doesn't need to be a conversation. 
There doesn't need to be, oh, well, I'm I'm a transgender person. You know, I'm really trying to pass as a woman. You don't have to pass as anything. Well, you are who you are. Yeah. You dress how you dress. You don't owe anybody an explanation. Right. You don't feel the need to explain it. If me as a woman doesn't have to explain it, then you as a transgender woman don't either. Don't give them that satisfaction. So like dyed hair, a lot of times... When I was younger, I did think that dyeing your hair was a, a feminine thing. Like, guys just, like, don't really color, dye oh, their really? hair. And if they are, they're probably, like, goth. Because I saw, like, goth yeah. guys, like, dye their hair red. Yeah. But I also kind of had the thought, like, well, he's probably gay, too. <laughs> Being raised conservative yeah. Christian. That's just wrong. You can dye your hair whatever color you like. And then I was shocked to hear that my own father dyed his hair pink when he was 18. I'm like, what? Never thought about hair dye that way. But like I said, I have an older brother who's significantly older and he was dyeing his hair in high school. Dyeing yeah. it all different colors. And as soon as he graduated, yeah, it was like purple and blue yeah. and green and pink and all of that and was then I did head. that too, and it just, I don't know, it never seemed gender, yeah. I guess. It was all in my head up until a certain point. It wasn't really a topic. Yeah, I've colored my hair. You know, my little brother's dyed his hair red. Same time I dyed my hair red. I think that's cute and that funny. Cute. But he he tried to say it was his idea. Matching. But I, I think he just wanted to match me. No. <laughs> so I don't think it's a big deal to dye your hair. So if, if you're a guy and you want to dye your hair, you're thinking about it, do it. It'll look good. And if it's not permanent, even if it is permanent dye, it'll grow out. Be careful bleaching it at home. It's my only thing. Be careful. You could fry your hair. You can also damage your scalp yep. with bleach. Be careful because growing it back out could be difficult if you're unsure go to a salon they'll do it for you yeah the people at the salon are definitely gonna know fucking go to okay guys go to salons yeah it's this is not just a ladies thing you can go get your toenails trimmed up and taken care of you can go get your fingernails taken care of you don't have to get them painted go get your foot scrubbed and get a foot massage at the nail place and it's fine you can go get your hair done caring about your appearance is not a gender thing no go get manicures and pedicures get Absolutely. your hair Done Absolutely. By professionals. If you want to go get your eyebrows done, get your eyebrows waxed. Yeah, do it. It's a satisfying experience. It really is. It can be a little painful. You know, beauty is pain. Makeup. Yeah. Cosmetics have been used for about the past seven thousand years, and yes. probably more. Mm -hmm. That was just one of the first time periods that I saw. Ancient Egyptians wore makeup to indicate status. Cosmetics were mentioned in the Bible when Jezebel put them on her eyelids. I didn't know that. Makeup styles have, of course, evolved over time. If you've been alive at all, ever, you will have seen that. Makeup has historically, at least in the Western society, been for women, at least in the past century, mm -hmm. past mm -hmm. two centuries. Men wearing makeup now, because they want to, will most of the time have following assumptions that they're not straight. I can see where you're coming from. I can see why you would think that. It definitely comes from a stereotype. Of course. For sure. But based in, not facts, but... Opinions and assumptions. Based in statistics. You're more likely to see gay men wearing makeup. But let's say you have really bad acne. And it's a very big source of insecurity for you. Wearing concealer and foundation to help you feel better is okay. Absolutely. Big sisters putting makeup on little brothers, I don't think that's going to make them gay. That's not how being gay works. Makeup, in my opinion, is there to hide or emphasize features you already have right. for occasions and yeah. it's fun to look extra good it's fun to do yourself up and look exactly. great i know a lot of girls who get up every morning and put makeup on because it makes me feel good about the day ahead of me 
that is amazing. You go, girl. I'm glad that helps you stay motivated. Exactly. And helps you feel good and helps you get all your tasks done. That's how you start your day. Yeah. And that's awesome. I don't because I literally slug myself out of bed. Same. I get out of bed 15 minutes before I got to go. A lot of the time. I did get up in middle school in high school to do that and a lot of the time it was because of acne just super insecure about it and so then I would just feel the need to go ahead and just put a full face of makeup on if I'm just gonna wear concealer and then I stopped doing that and nobody seemed to notice other than like some days I would get told that I look sick yeah that you look tired yeah. that's usually what you're gonna get if you don't wear makeup one day and you typically do yeah people are like you look tired yeah I am I <sighs> didn't have the yeah. energy to cover it up sorry does that bother you hope not because I'm not doing this for exactly you. the only thing about men wearing makeup is they're not taught proper like skincare rituals if you're gonna wear makeup make sure that you have somebody or that you have the internet to tell you make sure you clean your face properly yes. make sure you're getting good makeup that's not going to make your skin worse because that's a huge problem bottom tier drugstore makeup it I'm sorry it just will make your skin worse yeah. And so you end up in a cycle of wearing makeup forever. Kind of why I don't really wear it very often anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just because my skin is already struggling and it doesn't help. It's not in my budget to wear makeup. I feel very blessed that I have pretty clear skin most of the time. It flares up around my period, but it's usually just on my chin yeah. and masks. Masks have not helped. <laughs> Take care of your skin. Moisturize. Wear sunscreen. Wear sunscreen. Everyone can get melanoma. I don't care what color your skin is. If you just put it on your T-zone, which is your nose and your forehead and your cheeks, you can get skin cancer. Please, especially with the ozone being as depleted. I didn't wear makeup on the daily. I've never done that. I've tried, but I just don't like it. Yeah. I like to dress up and wear cute makeup sometimes mm -hmm. and put on like eyeliner. Yeah. Since 2020. Since, COVID. Yeah. Since the quarantine. pandy. I just stopped seeing a point in doing it. Same. I don't really enjoy it when I wear it. I don't take care of my skin when I do wear it. Yeah. I usually, if I wear makeup, I go to sleep in it and wake up with my face printed on my pillow. That's not usually good. It's not good. So I was like, if I'm not going to take care of my face, then I can't wear makeup. And I haven't worn makeup since probably June of 2020. Also, yeah, I touch my face all the time. And masks, I just didn't see the point. If I am going to wear a mask and I want to wear any makeup, I'll just do my eyes. But with quarantine as you said like I just don't see the need to yeah really anymore I mean I had a wedding to go to I wore some then yeah and then I wore some for my birthday lunch we went to a nice restaurant or where I was hmm I'm feeling kind of good today putting on some makeup would like help me feel even better about myself yeah. today like I'm yeah. feeling a little more confident today I want to wear some makeup yeah that's really the only other time that I would put it on yeah I've been so depressed the last year. I don't have the energy to do it. But sometimes getting bored and putting on makeup, I do like that. It was definitely a, an activity that I did in quarantine. Because you're at home. Nobody's going to see you. You can take it right off if you mess up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I like doing makeup on other people a yeah. lot. I like doing uh, like effects makeup and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's fun. Yeah. It's super fun. So with makeup in the past, let's say 20 years. Right. Social media. Oh. As long as we've had social media. Catfishing has become a thing i don't really yeah. think it's been a thing like before i'd say the had... 90s catfishing emails so you'll see like these alpha males talking about <laughs> how they hate how women wear makeup because they're lying that's not how your face look they're like reacting to a tiktok and like yeah. the woman's taking off her makeup and she does actually kind of look pretty different than when she yeah. put it on it shouldn't matter like with or without makeup a lot of women do wear makeup to i guess hide 
some things or just change their face shape because contouring will do that and contouring and highlighting and doing all that kind of stuff it'll just kind of make your face look a little bit different you know and a lot of guys don't like that i think the problem is guys don't know a lot about makeup yeah and so they automatically assume that like covering your face is a form of lying like what are you trying to hide and it really could just be i'm really insecure i want this Mm -hmm. date to go well yeah and i feel like if i put on some more makeup it might go better and i'll be more confident i saw one that was like always take a girl swimming on her first date so her makeup washes off why would she wear makeup to or would it be like surprise swimming that's what i'm saying and then are you gonna be upset with me because i look tired and i have acne and that's the same kind of situation where you dodged a bullet exactly if if they're really that pissed off because you're not wearing makeup or you look slightly different than when you are wearing makeup you dodged a bullet you really did they gotta reevaluate some priorities and standards that's how you teach men it's like i mean if you're gonna be this picky we have different (laughs) values in life i'm sorry this is not gonna work out there are seven billion other fish in the sea and that number is growing every day yeah actually i guess you can't date babies so well okay no it's still growing every day it it is growing every day everybody has birthdays the number of people coming of age is growing every day i always worry you know i i want to encourage girls to wear makeup because they enjoy it but i don't want to encourage them to have to wear makeup yeah do again do what you want and like guys a lot of guys are so insecure about wearing makeup also insecure about their face and that's just holds them back a problem i think too is makeup is marketed to women only that's true. That's and really the true. packaging is super feminine mm-hmm. and the aisles that you have to go in to get the makeup if that's true. a guy wants to go buy makeup it can be really uncomfortable i have a feeling i'd say sephora all of their stuff is like black and white and they usually have both men and women workers and yeah absolutely the models are men and women they do you can order makeup online absolutely that's probably actually the move plus you can do like research on the makeup make sure you're buying makeup that's not tested on animals yeah i'm gonna shout out again to take care of your skin and i'm gonna shout out skincare by hiram because he again skincare god he is like famous on tiktok instagram youtube yeah has his own like line of products now super eco-friendly fucking awesome you know may even be my feminist icon of the week fuck it can be a dude yeah absolutely watching his videos saved my skin big time that's awesome and it's not even great and i'm okay with that because of all the things Hiram told me your skin does look great you got a little bit of acne but you have told me that you have it and so i can like tell but like it looks clean and good so yeah i kind of wanted to talk about contouring i we we mentioned that i know i never know how i feel about it I have seen videos of ladies contouring their boobs. Don't do that. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about it either. I guess instead of how I feel about it, I want people to really look at how they feel about themselves when they do it. You know what I mean? That's a great point. That little none of my damn business switch flips in my brain when I hear stuff like this. So I'm just kind of like, whatever, they can do whatever. But I really want women to be confident in their own bodies. Yeah, if you're not confident in yourself then you may not be confident to go out and like take care of issues things that you might need to actually take care of you know because you're busy wrapped up in how you look yeah i just want to make sure that deep down you're doing it because you enjoy it and not because somebody is you're not being pressured to do it exactly i i wouldn't do it that's for sure i don't feel like i need bigger boobs plus i don't wear bras so i'd just be contouring jiggle yeah honestly (laughs) honestly um and i mostly wear like t-shirts and stuff and yeah contouring your face too i I just want women to reflect on themselves i guess i want everyone to do that yeah to look inward and say am i doing this because it's something that i 
love? Yeah. Or am I putting the time of my day into how other people should feel about me? Who are you doing it for? Yourself or other people? If other people is your answer, I would reevaluate why you're doing it. You're not in trouble. I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> I'm talking no. to you like you're in trouble, but like, just think about it because you really may not have. I didn't think about these things. Yeah. And I wish I would have had somebody to say, hey, why are you wearing makeup every day? Like, yeah. who are you doing it for? Why right. are you wearing a push-up bra why are you wearing these heels like yeah we're definitely not mad at anybody for no, no doing what they do just talking about these things so the next thing is movie and video game armor <laughs> on ladies and women oh no so when i looked this up i found a pretty good article on mm -hmm. it and a quote from it just yeah, made it made source. me laugh the website was thegamer.com <laughs> And okay. the quote is, it is common knowledge that the heavier your armor, the thicker its plates, the higher its defense will be if you're of the male gender. Okay. If you're a woman, on mm -hmm. the other hand, it seems skin is the best defense as the more you show, the more powerful your uterus powers become. <laughs> True. Our uterus is a natural defense system from that bullets. Was, yeah, that was so funny to me. We were, I was at a baseball game yesterday <laughs> and I was, I was doing research for the podcast because we were losing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that just made me laugh out loud almost. So what the fuck are video game developers thinking? Uh, what boobs. are y'all thinking? Boobs. boobs. Titties. Yeah. Armor is supposed to protect the body, protect vital organs and shit, right? So right. ladies armored suits, I noticed when I Googled a lot of these images, covered mainly the shoulders, okay. boobies, okay. and sometimes their legs. And they had like boots. So their like ankles <laughs> and their shins were covered gotcha. a lot of the yeah. time too. So none of those major arteries, no. uh, none of your organs. No. Um, usually the, 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 the cleavage is showing, so your yeah. heart's right out there uh, where you can just take <laughs> damage. We see similar things in like movies and TV. Yeah, yeah. And Faded just armor. take like Wonder Woman. That skirt's tiny. It's protecting vital organs, but that's a tiny skirt. And the shoulders are not covered, and you have bracelets. I know you're Wonder Woman. Bracelets. But you have bracelets. She's like an Amazonian warrior, though. Uh, she is. They're bad bitches. Wonder Woman is definitely not, like, the worst outfit. No, no. It, but that's just, like, one of the ones that made me think, okay, yeah, boobies and butt. Yeah. <laughs> me and my partner were talking about this episode, and we were talking about, like, how Marvel does their outfits. That's exactly the next thing. Yeah. So I was yeah, also going to say, like, Xena. There was a show called Xena from yeah. the 90s. Right. Exposed Temmies. And yeah. covered boobies, a skirt, and covered shoulders. Okay, but what does He-Man wear? Because he's, like, shirtless. But he's a guy. He's He-Man. He doesn't need armor. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're a woman that doesn't need armor... Hercules in that world. Because Xena and Hercules are in the same universe. Okay. Because Hercules shows up in the Xena show at one point. Hercules kind of wears some armor, but more or less he just wears, like, a shirt. Gotcha. He doesn't really wear armor. He just wears like a regular ass shirt. But yeah, we were talking about Marvel movies. I was going to praise them. Oh, yeah. For how both genders outfits are like. In Shang-Chi? No, just in general. Oh, okay, okay. But in Shang-Chi especially, you pointed that out to me when we were at the theater. Oh, yeah, they have the it. same they have the same armor except yeah. hers is silver and his is red. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I really liked the way yeah. they did that. But I was watching Captain America Winter Soldier mm -hmm. and Chris Evans' armor. Sorry, his name's not Chris Evans. Steve Rogers. <laughs> Steve Rogers' armor and um, Black Widow's armor. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. Okay, whatever her name is. Um, 
You got both of those right. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. Their armor is like really tight and uh-huh. like fitting. Yeah. And I <laughs> I guess I'm much more okay with it if if it's for everybody. Yeah. If you're consistent. Yeah. Which Marvel does, like, most of their armor is pretty tight-fitting. It's pretty consistent. Any of the Wakandan armor, mm-hmm. it's got vibranium, like, woven lace through into it, the woven into it. And badass. the Dormelage. Uh-huh. They've got, like, badass outfits yeah. that are feminine and protective. Yes. Which I think is totally fine. Outfits can be feminine, yeah. but they have to be realistic. Exactly. If we haven't said it before, we are crazy fans of the mcu <laughs> i don't i'm not Marvel sure we we literally have a captain america shield sitting in the room right now that a friend gifted us yes that is a one-to-one model made by the same company <laughs> that made the scale. actual prop so we're kind of crazy fans yeah we love this topic and i like black widow's outfits because i think you know she's a spy mm-hmm. it's got to be slim it's got yeah be absolutely close to her body. can't be dragging around yeah, exactly. Make clunking everywhere. She doesn't need like armor necessarily mm-hmm. because she's like covert, spy, mm-hmm. quiet. The she's whole stealth. time. It's stealth. She's stealthy. Yes. So I really like the way MCU does their stuff. Yeah. Except for the men we were talking about. All of the men have to have like a shirtless scene. Absolute. Every movie show that they're coming out with, there has to be a shirtless scene. Yeah, each and these hot guy needs at least one shirtless scene. These guys have to be hot. Oh, like yeah. they've got to. They spend gotta, months building up muscle. And to keep it, they've their entire job has got to be working out and keeping that their abs. Yep. And they we're talking about how they probably have to like dehydrate themselves to get the real <sighs> yeah like abs yeah. shapes in these. They can't like so that also means that they can't really eat before yeah. they film because they'll be bloated. Exactly. exactly. I think it's intense. I guess. It is. Keeping that like Dorito shape. Another Marvel related thing and just also like action movie. Mm -hmm. If they want their badass ladies to look good, they'll put them in wedges. Even in war, in rugged terrain. Mm -hmm. Now, practical? No. No, not at all. But it makes them look good. Impossible? Also no. I would just like to see maybe sometimes... At least while they're fighting. Big time fighting. Yeah. Some normal shoes. And think about the character. Gamora, let's say, mm-hmm. being Thanos' daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's probably really smart. Knows a lot about like war and fighting. Yeah. I do not think that Wedges would be her first shoe of choice. Right. That character, that would not be her first shoe of choice. I want to say that's not always. Like, Black Widow definitely does. She um, definitely does. Wanda definitely does. <sighs> okay, here. And I even got this. Let me call out the YouTube channel gave me this idea i found the information this information about the wedges and marvel movies she has a video kind of talking about it right on youtube her name is jill bearup b-e-a-r-u-p she has you know like thirty thousand subscribe or three hundred thousand subscribers pretty good channel uh talks a lot about clothes and practical clothes wearing dresses during sword fights and like wearing wedges in in uh, war and stuff like that. Nice. And um, the title of the video that I watch is These Shoes Will Kill You. <laughs> so, That's great. So go go watch it. It's 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 a good video. She does a lot better job of going in depth. And she like wears wedges and like, gets yeah. in some muddy grass and stuff like yeah. that. It's, it's, it's a good video. Go check it out. So we're going to kind of finish up. Kind uh, mm-hmm. of revisit anything that we might want to talk about. Right. Do you have anything you want to revisit? We're definitely going to do an entire, like, in-depth episode on makeup, most likely. Yes. There's a lot of information. So, 
styles are definitely changing. Always. Always. And the shift from buying clothes at the store to buying clothes online has caused a lot of waste in the fashion industry. Okay. Yeah, that's true. So I kind of want to talk about fast fashion for a moment. So you'll see like uh, websites like Shein and Romway. Now, the issue with those kinds of sites and things like that and Amazon and especially the places that they're made, probably sweatshops, Mm -hmm. and you could kind of just tell from the prices and the quality of the clothing and things like that, it creates a lot of waste because of how fast styles are changing. Yeah. So like something could be in fashion one week and literally next month it's no longer in style. Exactly. I just want to encourage everybody maybe buy some basics from there if you're going to get anything because they do have some good basics for good prices. Right. Really good prices like a hat or a basic white t-shirt. Try to buy sustainably. Try to buy from a thrift store or I like that. Something like that. Just hand me down clothes are okay. I like or that if you get f- clothes from a friend, that's okay. I like that you mentioned that. Um, I think Macklemore thrift shop <laughs> had it right. Yeah, you know, shop at a thrift store. It's One cheap. man's junk is another man's treasure. Absolutely, literally. literally. And fashion is really cyclical. Mm-hmm. Like you see a lot of the absolutely. Stuff it's from there's the like 90s. a twenty year rule. Absolutely, I hear a lot in the fashion. It's twenty to thirty year rule. I hear a lot. In thrift stores, you can find a lot of that old stuff to come back around. I love buying, like, big t-shirts and stuff and cutting them up. Yep. I don't like buying new stuff. It feels wasteful to me. And I know how much plastic the the fashion industry uses Especially, and how detrimental it can be. Right. Polyester is plastic, you guys. It is plastic. So if your clothes are mostly polyester, I would maybe think about holding on to them a little bit longer. Yeah. Or... Don't throw them away. You use them as rags when you can't use them anymore. True. I would say Recycling. a lot of um, a lot of that plastic is going to come out uh, in your washing machine, unfortunately, and it gets Very into our true. local uh, estuaries and water sources and things like that. So you always want to be you always want to be careful. You don't need new clothes every day. You really don't, or even every season. Yeah. Rewearing clothes is important. And, and you'll see these things on the internet where girls are buying, maybe guys, I, I have I really haven't seen any guys do this. I've mainly mm-hmm. only seen girls do this. But they'll have like a haul. They'll buy like 50 items from Sheen. Yeah. Or it'll be like, I'm going to spend $100 at Sheen and this is what I got. Yeah. That's, you have that video every season. Mm-hmm. What are you doing with the clothes that you're not wearing anymore? Exactly. Those clothes still hold value. If it's not spring anymore, yeah. okay, whatever. Wear it next spring. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it. Mix and match it. You know, all that kind of stuff. We haven't gotten a chance to talk about the Met Gala much, but that's fine. Shit. I really meant to do that. Uh, whatever. It, we'll, like, we'll talk about it right quick. There's tons of people who have already talked about it. That's true. I saw I saw one thing. I saw an article that was like the most sustainable <laughs> outfits from the Met Gala 2021. Yeah. And my immediate thought was... The least sustainable thing on the planet is buying an outfit that you're going to wear once. Oh, yeah. It's not sustainable if you can't sustain it. So let's really figure out what we mean by the word sustainable because it's lost all meaning in our media. And it's detrimental to our livelihood and our animals and the climate. 
we can't keep this up, guys. Fashion is fun, but it needs a uh, it needs to be checked on. It's a source of waste, a lot yeah. of waste, waste and um, insecurities, and we we just we just gotta make sure it doesn't get out of control. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of kind of has. Yeah. I want a girl with a short skirt and a long Do you have a feminist icon of the week? My feminist icon of the week. I'm gonna go ahead and just shout out Hiram. Skincare by Hiram, because I feel like I should have done this already. He's awesome. Go check out his YouTube channel. Subscribe. Go follow him. Tell him that you heard about him from us. Do it. It would be so cool if he listened to my podcast. I would freak (laughs) out. That would be be awesome. I I would just be so happy if he listened to my podcast. Hiram, if you're listening, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> or Just, helping my skin that's sweet thank that's you so sweet okay do you have one i do i read webtoons a lot nice um big fan my sister of, does big fan of web comics i know i feel like the oldest person that reads webtoons but <laughs> i feel like keeps, you're not it keeps me off of social media that's good um because like help, you're on your phone scrolling still but it's not social media but it's not social media it's reading stories and yeah stuff like that. yeah that's good i want to shout out the comic writer miranda munt uh, she writes the webcomic Muted, and it's about um, witches and, like, Ooh. yeah. So all of the characters, it's it's a woman cast, essentially. Okay, There awesome. are men in it, but, you it know. It passes it's, the Bechdel test. Uh, yes. And it's about, like, family dramas and stuff like that. The main character is, uh, she likes women as well. Nice. As far as I can tell. I yeah. don't know if she likes men. That's what you can assume. She also writes one called Lovebot that I haven't read, but I just, I really like her writing and I really like the way she includes characters with disabilities and a lot of the characters don't look like one kind of person. And, and I just really like how it's feminism without needing to be feminism. You know what I mean? Which is how it hopefully will ultimately be in the future. Yeah, It's like we can have a full woman cast without it being a feminist reason exactly yeah like this is just life this is just a part of how we do things yep yeah so i think if you if you learn some new things go ahead and te- let us know please i hope this one was entertaining you know pretty anecdotal pretty f- got to learn some history we got pretty passionate yeah about pockets there for a minute yeah that's good a few quick reminders you can donate to our patreon for bonus arts and crafts episodes and we talked about doing a drag episode. We talked yeah. about a lot of things. Yeah. Well, it's bonus shit. It's bonus shit. You know, if you like the show, please let us know. Write us on podcast things. You can find us pretty much everywhere except for Apple. They still haven't left. They still haven't put us up. Apparently, Apple hates women. Stop and saying that they're going to get so <laughs> mad at us. Oh, my God. I, that was a joke on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, then fucking post our podcast. Come on. <laughs> I'll think differently when you act differently. All right. <laughs> message us on twitter with ideas for episodes or just to say hello we'd love to we'd love to talk to you guys uh, yeah. we'll shout you out if you like give us some interesting facts we'd love i like i i yes. can't speak for stacy what kind of facts you love <laughs> no. but i love like cookie like history facts mm-hmm. so if you have like a crazy history fact like about women or just about something you've heard us talk about let us know let us know that would be really cool to learn i like yep. learning new stuff if you hate the show and you truly cannot stand the idea of two women talking into a microphone for an hour, donate to our Patreon and really tell much, tell us how much you hate our voices. Yeah. We'll read it out. Yeah, we'll read your hate mail if you Extra donate. squealy yeah. voices. 
Boys, next time you see your friends staring at a lady walking down the street, uh, please punch them in the face. Yeah. And then let that lady know if she saw him. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He's untrained. Yeah. We, we, we're working on it. We're working on him. I'm so sorry. Have a good day. And that let that be the end of it. Don't yes. ask her for a drink. Don't ask her for a number. No. That's it. But do punch your boy. F- Thank you very much. And you will hear from us next week unless bras strangle us to death and we just pass over and hit our heads on the toilet. That's true. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye.